0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Welcome to the IFL TV podcast, proudly sponsored by Everlast.
2: This is Irma Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm at the headquarters of uh, Frank Warren. I'm joined by Frank Warren. Uh, had a catch up last week, but there's just a, a few developments to go over. So of course we had the Champions League final on the weekend, Frank, and uh, during the halftime adverts and before the game, because there was a delay to the kickoff, uh, we saw multiple adverts about Dubois, Bryant and also your Telford card. Car both on uh, June 11th, so that's great publicity for both cars, surely, Frank?
1: Oh yeah, they had a massive, massive audience for the Champions League final, so goes without saying. So everybody knows those two shows are on, and uh, and they're going to boys are going to get great exposure.
2: Yeah, let's quickly go over the cards. So, yeah, Liam Davis in a really good fight with Mark Bleach. You had a brilliant win yeah. on your card last time out. Um, and we also have the the fight with Ijaz Ahmed and Kademi, which we've seen a couple of
1: crackers of already. Well, I'll tell you what, that'd be a trilogy, wouldn't it? That trilogy, I should say, would end to. I mean, I've had, as you say, two two brilliant fights. So let's hope the, this one will be as, uh, you know, would be as, as good. Um, it's for the vacant uh, British Super Featherweight. Sorry, super flyweight, <laughs> super flyweight titles. So, um, there's a little bit, you know, a lot of estate, estate there for that. And obviously Mark Leach's fight and Liam Davis, I think it's a cracker. They, they got very good records, both the guys. Uh, Mark's, uh, what was he? he's 18, one and one and, uh, and Liam is, I think he's 11 and 0 now. So, you know, that's going to be a good fight. It's going to be a great atmosphere there. And we've got a fantastic undercard as well. And then you go over, then we go over to, the States, Miami, and we see uh the big man in action. He's got he's got it all to do in the other guy's backyard. And I think it'd be a tough fight for him, but I fancy him to come for it.
2: Should Liam Davis win against Mark Leach, and again, a very tough fight. We've just seen Leach have a really good win. But should Liam Davis prevail in that fight, surely it's the Andrew Kane fight to happen next to get that rescheduled.
1: Well, oh, it'd be great to get that on, wouldn't it? I mean, you know, Andrew's done extremely well. He's come up with a couple of really fantastic, sensational wins, and the winner of the uh, of uh, and you say and if Liam comes through, that's going to be a fantastic fight between them two. Whoever wins that fight, it'll be a fantastic fight. They, they're, the, they're they're all British affairs and they're they're, they're quality fights.
2: Another a fight of note is uh, Ethan James v Connor Parker. Ethan, kind of a rising young star of yours, yeah. how talented do you think Ethan James is?
1: I like him. I like what I see of him. I think he's done extremely well up to us yet. And uh, from my perspective, I think if he comes through this one, we can step him up again. But he's got a tough fight. It's not going to be easy.
2: And as you said, uh, you move on to America that night live on BT Sport with one of your, your main charges in your stable, uh, Daniel Dubois against Trevor Bryant. Some people will say this isn't a real heavyweight title. Where do you stand on
1: it, Frank? Well, look, he's number one. M.M. was number one in the ratings, and basically, it's a it is for their what they call their WBA regular title. But the bottom line of all of it is, the winner of that fight, which I hope is going to be Daniel, is the mandatory challenger for the title. So that's the position he gets in. And when this is all gets all ironed out, when they get when I don't know why they've not announced it yet, but when they announce the uh, rematch between Usyk and Joshua. Whoever wins that is going to have to defend that title. He's going to be called upon for his mandatory defence. And sitting there will be the winner of that fight, which I hope will be Daniel. And that's what it's been all about.
2: Okay, well, that's June 11th. Uh, Yeah, two cards on BT Sport that night. Let's move on to July 2nd at Wembley Arena. You announced that card, uh, the return of Joe Joyce. We'll deal with that in a second. But the one that caught really everyone's uh, attention was Jason Cunningham v. Zolani Tate. Great to see uh, Mr. Tate back in the UK fighting again. And uh, you'd say fight night on that card with uh, Cunningham and Tate? That's
1: a tough fight for Jason. But you know, he's fighting a two-time world champion. And everybody knows uh, uh, Zolani over here. He's, uh, I mean, he's come over here. <laughs> he's, he's won his title here. He's defended his title here. He's a, he's a cracking, cracking fighter. And that has got fight written all over it. You know, the winner of that fight will get a shot at the world title. That's what will happen.
2: What's your situation with Zelani? We know you promoted him before. So what's the deal with him now?
1: Yeah, we're still involved with him. We're still involved with him. Obviously, uh that during the COVID outbreak, um that just messed up a lot of things. And also, it, it was quite bad as it was here, but it was very bad in South Africa. And there was a travel restriction. So he's, he he was out of action. But he had a win a few months ago, so he's back in the swing and uh, now he's back over here
2: Also see Callum Johnson, Sam Noakes and Nathan Heaney all on the card yep. what's the uh, plan for those guys and specifically for Callum Johnson, should he win in a really tough
1: fight? Well he's got a very very tough fight and again it's about it's a bit like with Daniel Dubois and with Joe Joyce, we, we get him into the position, these guys and if he comes through against a tough tough opponent, then uh, he'll get a shot at the title yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know, we we we've, we've, our guys are good at getting good ratings, good positions in the ratings. And uh, if he wins, he'll he'd be up there and he'll get a top three shot slot, I should say.
2: Now, as I said, Joe Joyce is headlining that card and it's great to see the big man back. However, it's not against uh, Joseph Parker on July 2nd. You explained uh, why it won't be Joe Parker uh, in July. Um, What's the situation with Joyce and his opponent at the moment? Are you working on it?
1: Yeah, we are, Ruma. I mean, it's been a bit of a pain. We hoped we were going to announce something last week. And I just want to clarify something. When we, at, at, at uh, Tyson Tyson's uh, fight at Wembley, when we got the two guys together, they wanted to fight. And we were all good to go on that. We, had, we booked the venue, everything. It was only we were told a couple of weeks ago that Joe wouldn't be able to fight because of Andy Lee's wife having a baby. We never knew his wife was having a baby. What's he got to do with us? It was then we were told that he would not be available, which was a real downer. That's why we're hunting around and talking to a couple of guys at the moment for an opponent. I'm hoping we get it done today. We're working very hard to get that, but it's not been easy. And if we get it done, then we'll, uh, and Joe, come through, then he'll have a big fight in September again in the UK. Against Joseph Parker. I'll let you know. <laughs>
2: Okay, well, that's, uh, yeah, your July 2nd card. Moving on to July 16th uh, at the Copper Box, we see uh, Hamza Shiraz headlining against uh, Francisco Torres. So just tell us a little bit about Mr. Torres and kind of the test that Hamza's going to have on that night.
1: Well, it'd be a good test for him. He's very, very experienced, Torres. He's got a good record and he's a tough Argentinian. He'll get the best out of Hamza. You know, Hamza's just won the uh, best young boxer of the year, he's awarded by the British boxing writers. It's a step up for him, and it's another. It's a and it's a guy who's got a different style, but he will he will bring out the best of Hamza. I mean, I really do rate Hamza. I think he's a fighter who's definitely going places, but he can't. He, he doesn't, and certainly won't take anything for granted. He knows he's got to be at his best. Should he come through that? What do you think is next for Hamza Shuras? I'll work, work it out after the fight. I mean, I'm not looking that far ahead. I, I, all I want to see him do is put in a real good performance. You know, um, if he stops this fella, it's gonna be a, it will be a statement. Your three other
2: fights on the card, I think, notably the fight of the night is Lennox Clark v. Mark Efron. You've got also Nick Ball back uh, after a superb win at Wembley Stadium against Nathaniel Collins and Dennis McCann v. James Beach Jr. But the one that really sticks out is Clark and Efron
1: great fight absolutely great fight and I'm really looking forward to that that's one for the fans that is isn't it that's uh, you know that's going to be a that's going to be a war
2: absolutely so yeah those are your immediate cards um just to go back to joe joyce david higgins made some comments to sky sports recently saying that he would like his man Joseph Parker to fight Dillian White. So, were you surprised when you heard those comments? Because obviously, we are expecting the Joyce fight to land at the end of the year.
1: Of course, I'm surprised to hear that. Why? Why would he want to go down that road? You know, if you look at if you look at Joe's position, he's ranked number one by the WBO, and he's ranked, I think, number two by the WBC. What do you want to be getting, grabbing those positions? That's a backward step for him.
2: But are you confident that? Joseph Parker and whoever his team are are going to go through
1: with this fight. Well, I was confident they were both. You heard them both on TV. They said on TV they wanted to fight each other. Joe's not changed his opinion, and I don't think Joe Parker has. Maybe his management may not like it. I have got no idea, but we went ahead and and were, and were looking to put that fight on, and it's really, you know, ridiculous that we we were told only a couple of weeks ago that he wouldn't be available because of Andy Lee's you know, wife's having a baby you know good luck to Andy and his wife having a baby that's fantastic news for them but I've never been involved in uh, a situation where the trainer's wife having a baby stops a fight from taking place
2: okay I do want to discuss uh, Anthony Ard of course uh, we did have a chat about him last week when we spoke but we have the fight in June in New York between Art Bear and Joe Smith Jr. You said and said uh, October is when you want.
1: 22nd October. Win- we we we're right down the road with this, we're Top Rank. The winner of that fight, where we believe we can put that fight on here. I spoke to Bob Arum about it. Only uh what was it? A couple of days uh, when he, the day he went to Australia for his show. He's got in Australia. And we're, we're, we want to do that fight, and we got the, we booked the date. We talked about it, and we have booked the date, twenty second of October. We want that get that fight on. It, the, the winner has to fight, has to fight Anthony Yard. That is what has to happen. WBO have ordered that. Okay.
2: What well, I was going to say that seems like a pretty quick turnaround for the winner from June to October. But if you are talking to Top Rank and everything seems good on that front, then October twenty second in London, good to go.
1: That we're good to go. Yeah, absolutely. Just and and uh, Anthony Antundi, his manager and trainer, will be uh, they're they at ringside. They're going out there.
0: Okay.
1: What if
2: the winner turns around in better be of Smith Junior and says I want to box Dimitri Bibble for the undisputed fight because we know Canelo's fighting and Golovkin, so that leaves Bibble free for the rest of this year. So what if the winner turns around and says I want an undisputed fight and that supersedes. WBO situation with Anthony Yard
1: well it won't supersede it because that's what's got to happen they'll have to vacate the title and I don't think they'll do that and I don't think they will be looking to fight Bivol that's what we've agreed to do that's that's what the situation is
2: last one on Anthony Yard of course uh, your target is to go for that unified title for the winner of uh, better be Evan Smith Jr there are a lot of people online and British boxing fans specifically, of course, want to see Anthony Yard and Joshua Boatze. They're both coming off their best career wins. Yard in the rematch with Arthur and Boatze against Richards. You did put out a poster previously as well to Matrim, um, where Yard Boatze was one of the fights you wanted yeah. to make. So can you see why people are, are perhaps saying, why not just make Yard Boatze now? What's your no, response to that?
1: I can't see that. That, that was, what's that, two years ago? Before COVID, wasn't it? I think it was at the start or just during no, the lockdown, cool. was it? Because if you remember, we I got a call saying, yeah, let's get lunch together and let's, yeah, let's wait. Well, I'm still waiting for that lunch. I'll probably you know starve to death the time it happens. But anyway, that didn't happen. That was two years ago. A lot's happened in two years. In the meantime, Anthony Yard is in the number one spot. He's the mandatory challenger. And why on earth am I going to go and stop him fighting for potentially a unification... A, a potentially? the winner of a unification fight for three titles. Do you know what that's worth to him? It's a no-brainer. So that's why. You know, like all those fights we put out, none of them happened. Not a single one of those happened. Not from Aaron, it just never happened. And we're, we're not jumping to somebody else's tune anyway. You know, let, let do you know what the, the best thing is? And it was the eliminator for the WBA title. Let Bivol fight Buatzi. Let them two get it on. If our man gets it on on October the 22nd with a winner in that fight. They both come through. What a fantastic fight.
0: Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Do
2: you think if either Brit wins in that fight, if Boatzi Bivol happens and Yard be the winner of better beer Smith Jr. If either Britt wins or if one loses, one wins, or even both lose, that yard ball actually can still happen and be a major fight.
1: It depends how they lose, doesn't it? I mean, if you know if it's a close fight, who knows? I mean, you know, it's not the end of the world. Somebody gets beat. We've seen fighters get beat and come back again. Um, yeah, I'm I am not I'm not against making the fight. What I'm against, what I'm against is the common sense where we've got to. we we As you say, that we did that poster well over two years ago. Things have moved on since then. Well moved on since then. And uh, it's a different game now. Okay. I will ask you about, uh, I mentioned
2: Canelo Golovkin free happening. That is taking place on Design Pay-Per-View. Your thoughts on that clash?
1: Yes. I mean, look, it's uh, obviously the fact that Canelo got beat last time. Um, people have be thinking that, it's going to be another, you know, that maybe that that makes it uh, more in favor of Golovkin. Um, I, I think the fight will be exactly the same as the previous two. I think that's their styles and that's how they fight. So it is what it is.
2: How do you think that will perform on pay per view?
1: I've got no idea. I don't know how how well the last one performed on pay per view. I don't know, you know, what the uh, don't know what the numbers what they did in the states. I mean, you hear all sort. Sorts of things. I mean, I heard last you, you mentioned last time it done extremely well. Someone told me different. Who knows? And do you know what? Who cares? Okay. Oscar De La Hoya revealed that uh,
2: Virgil Ortiz Jr. has signed this part of the contract uh, for a fight with David avenesian in Texas this August. Uh, he said that avenesian hasn't signed yet. So, can you make any comment
1: on that, please, Frank? We're we're working on it, and hopefully we'll get it done very soon. I, you know, we want the fight. There's no doubt about that. It's a fight that David wants, and uh, hopefully, we, as I say, we will get it done. I want to get it done this week, if possible. Your thoughts on that clash between Ortiz and Navanitian? Fight. It's a good bloody fight, isn't it? If you're a boxing fan, it's a real, real good fight. And uh, you know, David, they, I think David's got a good chance of beating him.
2: Now, Oscar De La Hoya did also declare that, in his opinion, he believes that the winner of that. Faces Keith Furman in a final eliminator for the WBC title. So effectively, this is like a a quarterfinal. So I'm guessing from your position, you want this to be the final eliminator for Errol Spencer's WBC strap. Well,
1: that's what you want. I'm sure both the boxers want that because that's where the that's where the money fight is, and that's that's what they're both looking to achieve. You know, that's a that's a great fight for one of them, and uh, hopefully, it'll be David.
2: Okay, Can you give me any updates on Tommy Fury? What's going on with him?
1: We've got a couple of things that we're working on at the moment and uh, you know, we'll be announced again, we're looking to, we've got to announce something soon because he's got itchy feet, he wants to get out he's, you know, he must be out in the next few months, so we'll work something out I'd still like to do the fight with, uh, with, with Jake, I'd still like to get that on. Is that realistic? From our end it is it's up to them at their end, but who knows? But, if they, but we're not sitting around waiting for it to happen, but of course I'd like to see that fight happen.
2: Has there been any discussion with his team?
1: There was a few things initially, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens.
2: Okay. All right. You've kind of left me on a, a little teaser on that one, but uh, yeah, we'll hopefully get an update on that very soon. Uh, Frank, of course, uh, yourselves, uh, extended... I say yourselves, Queensbury, extended a deal with BT Sport. Um, yeah, you stay on BT for the foreseeable future. So, yeah, a comment on that, please.
1: Well, We're delighted. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a, it's it's fantastic for for Queensbury, myself, and all our all our boxers, the whole team. Um, it just go from strength to strength. You know, we 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 worked very hard and built. We built a platform on a boxing platform on BT that never they never had any boxing. There was zero boxing on, B- on BT, and we built them to be the most significant platform out there. They put on the biggest show up to now this year. Fantastic show with uh, broadcast by them, and they themselves have just done a deal with um, with uh, Discovery, who uh, own Warner Warner's Media, Warner Media, and also uh, which which incorporates people like HBO and Eurosport and so forth. So we're delighted that that deal's taken place and hopefully um, hopefully in the future there may be some exciting news. Who knows? Okay, a couple of
2: other things just to close off on. Seen a, a batch of Olympians go to Boxer and Sky. We've seen Matram take one. Um, you haven't signed any Olympians. So, yeah, just give me a word on that, please, Frank. I'm sure you made a play for a couple.
1: Uh, we spoke to a couple. Couple of them here. Uh, Fraser came up here, and um, you know, we, and uh, and Whitaker came here. We spoke to both of them, and we, um, you know, we we made the offer. We felt we wanted to make, and that was it. You know, everything has a value, and they and they they made their choices. You know, Fraser's gone to a gone to, was it to to boxer. a boxer. And uh, he wants to emulate what Johnny Nelson done as a fighter, so good luck to him there. And then we got uh, and and Whitaker, and it's gonna be interesting to see you know what he does. But that's that, that's their choices. That's their choices. I mean, we've signed some really good fighters. I always say, I mean, I, I look at all I look at all the all the big big fighters over the years that I've been involved, with and how many of them won Olympic medals, like Ricky, um, Kalzaki. Bruno, um, Tyson, you can go through stacks and stacks of numbers. None of those went to Olympic Games. And look what they all, all managed to do. Ricky Hatton, keep mentioning names. What we do, what I, what I like about a lot of things, the fighters, we we, we sign. And it's great to sign somebody Olympians. You know, uh, Amir Khan was Olympian. He came with me. He was our Olympic team the year he went out there. It was him on his own? But um, I look at it, and, and, it's, and it's fabulous to, to you know that they represent their country and all what they do for them. But I also like the guys who don't get, get that, because get that. You know, it's a choice, isn't it? You know, you, who's ever in charge of the program picks a boxer to go, and is, is, his, is his choice the right choice? For example, is that is that right? I and mean, is he when you look at these guys that all got overlooked? And didn't win a Olympics and the stellar careers they had as some as amateurs, but certainly stellar careers as professionals. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy with the, with the, with the new signings that we've got. We've got some really good youngsters, some brilliant youngsters on the books and they're going to do. I know they're going to do very well and they're going to do well. One, because they're very good fighters and two, because they've got the best team behind them in developing young fighters and bringing them through bar none. Okay,
2: we've seen uh, comments from Deontay Wilder, who had a statue unveiled uh, in his hometown, um, where he told multiple reporters that day that he will be making returns to boxing. So that's great news for fight fans. Your thoughts on Wilder coming back to the heavyweight division?
1: But he, you know, he was in a gruelling... He, you know, he's had gruelling fights with Tyson. His last one was a classic. Him and Tyson was a classic, classic fight. I mean, that, that, that is... When you talk about fights, the best fights in the last 20 years, the people talk about fights. That certainly is one of them. Excitement, you know, absolute excitement. As I said, the most exciting heavyweight fight I've seen live. And he was, he was, he was the other half of the card. So I don't know if it, what he's got left. If he's got anything, left, if he's got desire there, if he has he here, come back here, fight on. He's a dangerous man. He can punch us Tyson that he had Tyson on the deck twice in that last fight. So he feels he's still got something to get. Give good luck to him, and uh, we welcome him back back in there. I mean, some good fights to be made. I mean, who knows him and Joe Joyce? What a great fight that would be!
2: Yeah, stylistically, that's crazy. Because you'd like to see that, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, you have got the biggest puncher and the best see, chin. So, much
1: rather see him fight Joe Joyce than see any other guys. Who you know? Who would you? Who would you much rather see him fight? Would you much rather see him see him fight uh, Dillian White? I'd much rather see him fight Joe Joyce. I see two losers, but I want to see a winner. Fight one of the winners, and you're fighting for a number one spot.
2: Yeah, I mean you have got the most devastating puncher, the, yeah. the best chin, so
1: the best, and the best whiskers. Who don't punch? Who punches himself? He's not twelve; he's thirteen out, or stop twelve; he's thirteen. I should say.
2: And my last one, you alluded this uh, earlier in the interview uh, where you said we still haven't heard anything on Usik Joshua two. Now, I understand it's uh, none of your business, but your thoughts just as a as a fight fan on not hearing anything. We'd had a projected date in the Middle East for July 23rd um, and we're reaching June this Wednesday. So your thoughts on no official announcement yet?
1: Uh, 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 listen, it's not my business as you say. And for such a significant fight, you thought it would have been announced by now. Maybe they'd do it this week. Who knows? I don't know what's holding it up. Something of it. There obviously must be something holding it up.
2: Okay, Frank Warren, thank you very much. Songs at IFL TV. Is there anything you'd like to add to the fight fans? Of course, sir, we mentioned Uh, the three cards you've got coming up and also Don King's card on June 11th with your man, uh, Daniel Dubois. Anything to say to the fans before we close off?
1: (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah, they're good. I mean, they're good shows. They're quality shows, good fights. And uh, tune in and watch them. And uh, we'll be announcing our next batch of shows for August and September in, in the next month. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening to the IFL TV podcast.